seemed to run straight at him, and all of a sudden, he was on his back. Oh, my goodness gracious me. What has he done, Dave? Yes, hello, welcome to the Professor and Barney podcast featuring Tom and Nick. And my goodness me, we have such a surprise today. This is exciting. Oh, guess who is back in the studio with us? Vodcasters can see who it is. It is the great Thomas Tuxedo Erskine III. Tommy. How are we, guys? Good to be back. Yeah, back in the building. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, Actually, it is. it's to see you. Just like It's good to see they, they still haven't got... Bloody air conditioning in this room. I'm sweating like a stuffed pig. Yeah, you will sweat. You are one of the great sweaters. Great sweaters. No, sweatiest boy at Cranbrook. Correct. Mm. Money can't buy you dryness. And coming in, <laughs> coming in against again from Eaton Park in New Zealand, it's the great yes. Nick Ratto who's really zoomed right up there. Yeah, Nick here. Yes. Lean right into oh, the just, camera, mate. I'm just trying to get into the room. Um, <laughs> I feel... I feel like I'm the one in quarantine out of all, all of us now. This is uh, this is excellent. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. We're, we're here. I'm on. I start up uh, volleyball this week, guys. Really playing as a, volleyball? As a sport. I've always said. Yeah, playing. Nick, you've got mm. the height and uh, mm-hmm. and the vertical for volleyball. Get into it. Yep. Yeah, that's it. I'm more of a, a setter, um, but boy, oh boy, have I, I've seen this week. I've seen more spikes than Melbourne, Victoria. Oh, uh, no. that's, come on. I'm starting right. to I have to say, if I saw Nick from a distance, I would have thought he was a Belarusian female. So, I mean, yeah, it makes right. sense. He's got the volleyball physique. You do. Yeah. And, and now it's become very clear you're sure. not actually playing volleyball. Yeah. And you lured us into that just so you could do mm. a little joke about Melbourne going back into lockdown. That's Tell you what, funny, Nick, pretty much. a long yeah. run-up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was a long run-up. That's uh, all we got time this... for. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> One joke from Nick. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Tommy, it's become a bit of a thing on this podcast. People actually email us now, even mm. though we don't give out our email. Mm. They find it to ask what artisan craft... Yeah, You're what are you burning your to? hand to? Uh, guys, this one's, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's artisan, but I'd say it's a skill that not many people have. I've, uh, I've a, a local party store has just opened up uh, in my suburb, so I've I've gotten into balloon animals. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm making making balloon animals. Are you uh, making them, not just yeah. buying them? <laughs> just buying no, 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 no. Like, I'm, I buy the balloons, obviously, in the little... Little oh, hand the pump? pump, and then I'm like, dinosaur. There you go. You can do so, a dinosaur. Mm. What are we looking at? What's uh, the Brachiosaurus, Brontosaurus. Um, I, I can. Uh, swords are easy, uh, obviously. Snake. Uh, <laughs> you do a snake. A snake's easy. You just it's get a little texture funny. and do an eye. Yeah. Uh, a couple of eyes. Um, but no, the the toughest one I've done is like uh, the Coco Cabana headpiece. You can do that. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's a big one. It's a. It takes a long time, but I mean, with my nimble nimble fingers, we're s- good as gold. I'm gonna set you a challenge. My youngest son once had a uh, balloon artisan um, p- complete him a Spider-Man, complete with what? abs. This was the most amazing wow. thing I've ever Jesus seen. Jesus Christ. It was, uh, the guy is uh, like works for the Starlet Foundation. Shout out to them at the, the Sydney Children's Hospital. And they this guy just could do anything. It was amazing. You'd set him a challenge. He did, uh, he did um, what's his name from Cars, the main car? Um, s- um, Queen. Yes, Steve McQueen. Steve, uh, Steve Lightning McQueen. Rod McQueen. Lightning uh, McQueen. Rod McQueen. Yeah. Yeah. Rod McQueen. Rod McQueen. You could do almost anything. You could do Rod yeah. McQueen. <laughs> That's yeah. a hard balloon animal to make, Rod McQueen. Wow. In a wallaby's tracky. Yeah. That is great. And, and Nick, hey, 
Yes. Yeah, so very, just very quickly, Tommy, um, yeah. just so I can look it up on Google, what's the name of your balloon <laughs> business? Um, it's called Don't Put a Don't Put a Pin in People's Fun. <laughs> <laughs> So it's motto. less of a less of a title and more of a way of life. Exactly. Blown, blown <laughs> yeah. and twisted was taken. Uh, uh-huh. The name he wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually a home home video session called Blown and Twisted. Quite good. That's One, two, good. three, and four. That's, Look it up. Hey, uh, Tom. You, yeah. And and is it just for everybody, or are you, are you doing balloons for the, for the larger gentleman again? Because yeah. I know often <laughs> you'll discriminate against people that aren't. No, I'm not. Th- this is not. This is not. This is not plus side balloon making. Okay. Um, it's actually just for people that have uh, amputees. Because so um, <laughs> so people with like a like a like. I don't think we can. Okay, yeah. no good on no, you. No, no. I'm just I'm, yeah. g- I'm giving giving back. You I was know, mate. Say, I'm a man so of to the replace people. the actual limbs I've lost. Exactly. Don't worry about a prosthetic. I'm coming to you right. with a okay. balloon. Oh, this, I thought yeah. Tommy was going to go, yeah, it's for plus-size men. Instead of using the long skinny balloons, I use the normal round ones. Oh, and you <laughs> turn <laughs> that thing. Well, Try to turn one of them into a sword. Okay, very good. Um, for those of you that are still listening, we are going to push on with this <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah. What we like to do, we like to encourage our listeners to leave a five-star review and then the great Tommy Tuxedo will read it out. Tommy... Did you see this one that dropped during the week? I didn't see it up until now, but I'm 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 very happy. Bit with of it. a fan I think of it's yours. A good one. I think um, it's a good one. If we can roll this in, slats the director. There uh, we go. So, guys, this is a secret review. Still no music behind it. <laughs> Come on, guys, let's put some music behind that. Hey, there, there we, we go. go. Barking audio. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Here we go. Secret review, uh, Mickey B3590, five stars. To the one-star review bloke, yes, I am high and hence the five stars. The last few weeks, Tommy has had me cackling like a hyena. Way better than the NRL show, but not as good as the Night Watchman. Still quality done. <laughs> I like how good. they always still get a dig in. Yeah, I exactly. We're still going to have a crack. We're very proud of the NRL show. No one oh. can love everything you do, can they? No, I've noticed. Just <laughs> walking down the halls here, people like to <laughs> tell me how much I Lay the boot in. Oh, man. How good. Um, so, yes, get on, leave us a five-star review. Um, mm. and encourage people to listen to us. You know you how listenership are. doesn't go up? It's exactly the same. Is it? It's like 4000 a week. It just sits there. Mm. We don't go up. We don't go down. I don't know what's going on. Hey, so Shout out to all the advertisers we're trying to convince. <laughs> 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 it's, it's weird. It's, I don't know. All right. Um, if so, you've only got 4000 of a thing you want to sell, we are the <laughs> Just, yeah, small run businesses. Please sponsor the show. Mum um, and mum, well, just mum businesses. Yeah, not mum. Pa. No. No, hey, if we can work up to Mum and Pa, I'll be very excited. Yes. Absolutely. Now, um, whose turn is it to explain what the podcast is? Shogun, no, I did it last week. But, did you do it last? Yeah, week? I did it last. Nick, week. is it you to explain it to the people, first time listeners? Sure, let's do it. Okay, Nick's um, always very pod- good at it. Mm. Yeah, this is this is a podcast where we take something from the news and the sporting news, and uh, we go, "Hey, that's that's a good idea. I wonder if that's happened in history before." And we dive deep, right deep, almost yuckum low deep into the annals <laughs> uh, of of sporting history, and uh, dig up our favourite versions of what's currently happened. Uh, in the uh, the week that was sport, and then we and, and this then we week, ladies them. and gentlemen. Oh, we've got, Nick, what oh, have Nick. you got for us? What are you got? you're doing in the light of this week? Oh, uh, in the light of off the back of, um, <laughs> and 
What essentially <laughs> happened, Nick? <laughs> essentially, um, oh, you're back Cahoots. in the. Sorry, Nick. You're back in the room, so we can punch you again. Yeah, that's every time I say essentially, <laughs> oh, punch this is exciting. God, this is good. Yeah. And Nick, you just bank them, so you yep. just okay. tell them. Sorry. All right. As you so will. I was just let, yeah, okay. It'll be like a UFC fight next time I see you guys. <laughs> um, so, um, uh, so basically what happened uh, this week is New York Yankees pitcher uh, Masahiro Tanaka got absolutely floored by um, a, uh, a hit from uh, one of the people who was batting. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, he got floored as in he was, uh, he was wow, that's amazing. <laughs> floored. I can't believe this. Boy, you, yeah, you do I sound like, like a, why, yeah, you sound why like he a big, got hit. Oh, sorry. You sound like a big no. baseball guy, Nick. Mm. Is this a passion of yours? Yes. <laughs> I, I love I love the uh, the baseball. I'm, to be honest, I'm more of a softball guy. Um, I think the, it's uh, funny that he has a passion in something where he's never been past third base, which is I find. I'd laugh at that, Tommy, but I don't know what it means. Um, and, and Tommy, the other thing is you might need to explain his two children <laughs> and his wife. Oh, you're well, that guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's, yes. a, that's a different podcast from your Tommy, which is why are my kids different colours to me? <laughs> Um, so, and we entitled the podcast "The Immaculate Inspection," um, which is which is good. Oh, that's good. I'm writing that down. We'll get more than four thousand listeners for that. People love. It's like um, Ooh, yeah. Maury Povich, mm. where you do the t- yes. this is not your son. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so move tra- that bus. Yeah. It's just the guy who's really behind. All <laughs> so, right. Yeah. What do you got? Why so, and so why? So basically, uh, Tanaka, uh, he got hit by um, uh, a drive off the bat of New York slugger oh, Giancario man. Stanton um, during live batting practice on Saturday. So this is the live crazy thing. It was, practice. It, this is, it was this live is batting practice. This is pre-recorded batting practice. Yeah, yeah. They normally just roll the tape, but this time... <laughs> Um, but you're kind of right, Barney. He was flawed in terms of, wow, that was a great shot because I think if he, that's the only reason why he didn't duck. Um, basically, <laughs> he, he's just he's admired the shot too much and it's hit him smack in the face. And so in the light of essentially, uh, I thought, <laughs> let's, let's, let's dig deep into one in a million plays because it never really happens that much. Doesn't say it never happens, but it doesn't happen very. Re- it doesn't happen very often, okay. and so let's do, let's dig deep into everyone's favourite one in a million plays one in, in the sporting history. Plays that's great. Wow. That's a great that's topic. Um, I don't remember what our socials are because I've changed them all. If you locate our socials, why don't you send in an idea? <laughs> <laughs> and also, it's can like you a pick apart? Can you text me and let me know what they are? Zero four two one three six eight four one six. Just text. Me. That's made up. So don't start texting that number and abusing people saying you bald unfunny C. Your number. Start. Your number ends in sixty nine, doesn't it? it does. Sicko. Zero yeah. sixty nine. I've given that yeah. away now. I thought he was that old. Um, all right. So one in a million. Plays. Yes, Barney. I'm excited about this. Okay. Um, now, because well, I did a bunch of research, and this okay. was something I hadn't heard about before. Right. Going to get us off to a good start this week. I, I know. Yes. Occasionally. Because because minute by minutes on this, if we look at it, big switch off right now. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> 
No one switches off. They use that 15 seconds ahead thing. Switch forward. <laughs> forward, jump. forward, forward. They jump. Forward, 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 forward. <laughs> and Barney, he's still talking. <laughs> forward, forward. Uh, Is he? No. No, no, no Barney's still going. Okay. Now he's on to hockey. Okay. Switch it off. All right. Go, Barney. Okay. So um, I did a bunch of research because I had never heard of this event. I never heard of this happening. This is a crazy thing that happened. Um, I'm going to take you back to 2019. There was a cricket tournament. I'm not sure exactly what it was. Um, but the final was between uh, England and New Zealand, right? Oh, next country. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. You probably haven't heard about this, Nick, because you would have mentioned mm. it if you'd heard about it. Um, but mm. anyway, so to the final... Final of this cricket tournament may have been a well mm. something. Um, in New Zealand bat first, make eight for two forty one. England are batting. It's getting towards the end of the game, right? And scores are tight. Okay, so it's you're in. Um, they're in the last over. They've got three balls to go. Uh, England, I believe, need nine off three deliveries. This guy, uh, I believe his name is Ben. St- Stokes? Ben Stokes. I think I'm pronouncing yeah. that correctly. He's facing... I think anyway. it's actually pronounced uh, traitor. Um, <laughs> Stokes. Anyway. It's a soft Stokes. This, it's, a, it's a lot of... It's a this, is, this is what happens. We can roll this in, please, Slats. Goes again. Talk us through it. Oh, no, can he so- get the strike away? This is a big moment. They've got to run. They go to the other end. Oh, he gets in the way. This is going to go all the way to the boundary off the bat. Can you believe this? It has. Wow. You see that? So the ball goes to deep mm. mid-wicket. Ben Stokes playing for England, I believe. They're the guys in the light mm. blue. Um, mm. Throw comes in from the boundary. He's diving so he doesn't get run out. Ball hits his bat, goes down, hits the boundary, and uh, that is an extra um, an extra two runs there. So that is an extra four runs, I wow. should say. So they've run two. They get the four as well. That's six runs. All of a sudden... We only is it need... though, Barney? Is it six runs? <laughs> or is it Nick, five Nick, runs? Because well, I looked at the score. I looked at the scorecard, Nick. Right. So what happens after that? They need um they end up scoring two off two, they go to a super over. Oh, I think I've heard of super yeah. overs. So England yeah. England bat first in that, make fifteen. New Zealand also make fifteen after their super over. The so they share thing. the trophy? No. It's what? decided on what they call a boundary count back. Whoever oh. scored the most boundaries in the match, which England um, actually won. Mm. Uh, they had more boundaries, um, including that one that came off Ben Stokes. Oh, that was one but of that, them. Oh. That, inclu- that is included. Please don't um, tell me they won by oh. one boundary. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> no. Won, they won 26 to 17 on the boundary count. But, so, um, this is crazy. Like, so they win the World Cup, right? Gotcha. This is, the, this is crazy. Mm. I'm sure... I, I'm so surprised you've never mentioned this to us, Nick, because it, um, it turns out, if we can go back and just see that last vision again, please, Slats, if you have a look at this here, right, so they get six, but the law says if the boundary results from an overthrow, the run scored shall be the allowance for the boundary and any runs completed by the batsman together with the run in progress if they had already crossed. Hadn't crossed. They hadn't crossed. It should have only been five runs, so technically yeah. New Zealand should have won by... Buy a run. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> yeah. oh. You want to know the craziest coincidence, though? Now, this is the thing mm. that blew my mind. Is that guy Ben Stokes? Trader. Born in New Zealand. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What a twist. New Zealand. Nick, do you know all of this? Nick, and I've seen that you've got written over there, Australia's won this tournament five times. Yeah. yeah they <laughs> is that what that says there? They have. New Zealand, I, I don't think they've ever won it. <laughs> oh, my goodness, mate. So, there, yeah. is, why have you never mentioned this, Nick? Well, it's because there's a thing where you 
it's kind of a coping mechanism where if you just forget about it and not mention it, it never happened. So, oh, so this is uh, probably really painful for you then. <laughs> yeah, it's almost uh, I'm back in therapy again, but that's okay. Um, so, yeah, so all in all with that though, um, <laughs> I, I feel like this is the reason why um, you're probably finding out, you're, you're joining the two dots. We thought, well, if we can't win the cup, it's it's – there's no point in playing anymore. So we released a virus and now no one can play. So it's... Uh, it explains why everyone's got see, it. I reckon, I reckon from that, though, there's one moral to this story. Like the one motto to come out of this, the big shining light for me was just the the Kiwis play cricket like they just live everyday life, like a pack of cowards. Mm. Like they don't... <laughs> wow. Like they, you know what I mean? Like they don't hit boundaries. Like, okay. go for it. Like, I stop think you'll singles. find, Tommy, it's the, 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 it's the term is a gaggle. Of cowards. <laughs> a gaggle of cowards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's no, that makes sense. Term. Well, I hope yeah. none of that, none of those four thousand that listen are kiwis, because we've just like you've probably cut what quarter oh, of right. them. Mate, I'm worried about the numbers. Mate, you know what? They're too cowardice to even write in, so <laughs> don't any worry chance, about it. Any Sorry. chance they're still skipping honest, past my bit? Don't worry about it. <laughs> The Kiwi way is to go, that's not on, but still not trying to offend you by not listening. So, <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm happy we, that. yeah. As long as you say uh, that, like, parts of our country are really nice. Um, it's, a we'll, mm, it's a beautiful see, country. It's a beautiful country. That's all we need. That's all we need. You've just, you just, kept, you just kept another thousand listeners. <laughs> well, no, good. and, and honestly, the missus and I are already planning on to, to come over soon. They don't want you. Mm. Yeah, so if, can we start? I probably chat. This is more off. off you probably chat. Chat about this. <laughs> Us staying with you well, for, you, say, four to six weeks, my wife and son. Just see if you can some, find yeah, us a spot. Got, You'll find out some that of the Nick's best. moving to, like, Brazil in a week. <laughs> He'd rather yeah, move yeah, to yeah. the shittest country on the planet than... Yeah. Oh, oh, mate, now you've yeah. lost our Brazilian listeners. Oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Mate, none of us are doing stories about Capoeira. They don't care. <laughs> Their president's just, just got yeah, COVID. He's got nothing to do but sit and listen to the back catalogue of the podcast. got to love it when well, COVID gets COVID. Is there anything better? It's almost oh. worth having the virus just to hear those idiots get it. Um, hey, good start, Barney. Really yeah. good. Succinct. Thank you. Um, you also had your scores. You did your research. Yep. We had players' names. Mm. Um, and you insulted Nick in his country. I think that... It's I, tick, 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 tick. Very good start. Um, who normally goes next? It's you, Tommy. It's me. It's me, Uh, and I thought to really boost our listeners, why not talk about a sport that doesn't let the poor into their clubhouses? (laughs) So I am talking about golf, um, which we all know I don't mind swinging the hickory. Is this the gentleman's game? Uh, Yes, Uh, but if you go to Moorpark Golf Course, often played by plebs, um, which is a – which is – don't even get me started. That's where I play a lot of golf at Moorpark Golf Course. (laughs) Case in point. Uh, <laughs> or is it point in case? I don't know. I haven't watched point enough in. suits. Um, but, guys, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as Michael left, defining. I was like, Megan. Harvey Norman. Did it no keep going after Megan? Oh, mate. Megan from Suits? Yeah. I mean, she's now part of the royal family. Let's not get it. That's, that's next week's podcast. What uh, is that podcast called? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the royal flush it down the toilet <laughs> is what I call it. Right, um, it. Mm. But, Tell me, have you ever told the story? You, cause you, oh, yes. Have you told the story in this mm. podcast of the time you held the Queen's uh, drink? I did. Yeah. I held a gin and tonic. Um Dropped a little a euphemism. Dropped a little Mickey in there, and <laughs> I don't think we can say any of the. No. You can't say that you 
You well, I did drug get, the queen. Well, I mean, how am I else am I meant to get Lizzie dancing to Skrillex at like 4 a.m.? <laughs> it was epic. We were just f- So the story is your father, one of his good friends, is who? Uh, uh, Captain Mark Phillips. And so you ended up at Mark Phillips's uh, da- uh, son, hey, uh, daughter's wedding. Daughter's wedding, and the Sarah queen Phillips. was there. Yes, and she married Mike Tyndall, the rugby player from from England, mm. uh, who's got the most. He's got a nose that goes every direction. Yes, but um, also loves motorboating, mm-hmm. as we that learned in a previous episode. Yes, and doesn't mind launching uh, a, a small statured person. You're right. Yes. Yeah, mm. I mean, a dartboard. He watched Wolf of Wall Street one too many times. Yes, uh, we've yeah. all done it. Um, but the yeah, so we're all standing around a circle, just smashing some lukewarm beer, which is awesome. And then, uh, yeah, Lizzie swoops in next to me wearing her silk gloves and she's holding a gin and tonic uh, with cucumber. So I think it might be a Hendrix. Uh, And then she asked me to hold her glass while she took her silk gloves off and then I gave her a glass back and that's pretty much the story. Did you say... Hello, Your Majesty, or g'day, Your Majesty, or... What did you call it, man? No, I just mm. looked at her and I said, see at the bottom. And we both just... Here's to Lizzie, she's true. No, uh, yeah, we just, we smashed our drinks and, yeah, it was good. I good say, day. these colonials are <laughs> Wow, that is yeah. one hell of a story. All right, try and back that one up with a golf story. Yeah, yeah. watch this fall out of the sky. Um, and then, so basically... I'm, I'm talking to, uh, golf. We've all seen shots that are just like defy sort of either gravity or they, they sort of don't – they just don't make sense. How on earth you can get that tiny ball into that tiny hole? And I've got three. I've got two honourable mentions and a main and a main main course for you all. Um, my first one is Freddie Couples. Uh, we all love Freddie. One of the most beautiful swings. Oh, delightful. Oh, God. Oh. His hips through that. Oh, my Ooh. goodness me. God, it's, oh, and, it's brilliant. And that butt. Oh, mister. <laughs> Freddie Couple of Ounces. That's what you're, they call him. You're always talking about how you're looking to go, go out with couples with good hips. <laughs> <laughs> mate, oh, mate. That was your act. Mate, I, I need Freddie to buy me a nice suit for dinner first and never call me again. Um, but... Basically, Freddie Couples, 17th hole, Players' Championship, TPC Sawgrass. Seven, the 17th at TPC is probably the most iconic par three in the world. It, it's an, talking about islands. Um, Andrew, actually, he's actually a – you have to miss Prince Andrew to get it in the hole. He's, he's on the island he's, green. He's one of the um, – yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> an obstacle. It's like a bunker and then there's a uh, – you know, have you brought vision this week? I have, I have. If we oh, like to roll it in, goodness, we've me. got we've got it here. Freddie Couples, seven eight. He 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 has a shot. It's looking the goods. Mm. Boom in the drink. And obviously, as we all know, if we are if we play the game of golf, you have to play point of entry. And because it's an island, he has to re tee. So he's three off the tee, and Freddie mm. Couples just does Look this. Look at this silky. That is butter. Can't believe it's not butter. And then straight in the hole. He's a hole in slam dunk. So he saves par, makes the cut from that shot. He was going to miss the cut. He ends up finishing fourth overall, which he gets a nice little paycheck. But Freddie Couples, one in a, a hole in shot. three, one in a million shots. Did your dad manage him? No, no, okay. no, no. Not invested in that uh, fourth place there, Tom? <laughs> no, 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 no. You'd be, you'd be pretty gutted, though, wouldn't you, to have that shot for to get par? <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. you know, kind in terms of, of the hole in one, you can't claim that as a hole in one. What do you win for a hole in three? Is that a like a you win part of a car? Because usually, like yeah. you, you get a nice car or something. Yeah, you just get to like rub the chassis a bit or something, <laughs> something cool like that. Um, but but, but also, got, Tommy, got... that's a good 
it's a good shot, mate, but there's no windmill in the way or anything like that. Like there's not <laughs> no laughing clown that spits the ball. There's back no laughing out. clown that's <laughs> trying to stop you from going. You know, there's 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 not many obstacles. You just you just chipped it over that little lake. That's all he did. <laughs> That's like, good. And I guess for you, Nick, miniature golf is... Is perfect. That's, golf. That's golf. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we, it's a par five we call for it, you. Yeah. <laughs> we call it uh, the game of giants. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so my second honourable mention as American, uh, his name's Leif Olsen. Don't even get me started on his name. He's from Denver, so he's a weirdo anyway. Um, <laughs> but 29-year-old, and he does this. This is a par three where you can win a car... And it goes over the back. He puts a little spin on the ball. And then he just hits someone else's tailor-made. Oh, Oh, that's great. Leif Olsen, he wins a BMW. Uh, He goes bananas. I mean, you didn't really make a hole-in-one on your own merit, mate. This this chubby guy in the blue really helped you out. Do you think it'll be funny when he he reversed that car out that he won, he bumped into that blue guy's car on the way out as well? (laughs) 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 Just to run... You need to, to injury. Podcasters, get on KO or get on our Facebook to see that because that is an amazing. It's shot. an amazing shot. And, and the funniest thing about that car, the car is worth sixty thousand US dollars. It's a BMW convertible red. I think it's a ZX fifty or something. Or as Tommy calls it, a paddock basher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's actually my golf cart when the I go for a round. Um, but but the funniest thing is, in his first two years as a professional, because he was new on the tour, he's only twenty nine at the time. He'd made thirty eight thousand dollars. So the car that he'd won from one hole in one that he didn't even uh, really get in by himself was was thirty thousand dollars more worth thirty thousand dollars more than he'd made as a professional golfer. But boys, Can I, sorry, very quickly God, before you move on, Tommy. <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. That's all right. But I just need to, as a, what are the rules on that though, Tommy? Because I thought if you hit someone else's ball, then that was like a dead ball type situation. No, no, if you're no. putting it, and you and you and they leave the ball there and you hit the ball, isn't that like a dead well, ball? Well, that's only if they had an opportunity to mark it. But because they were, it's a par three and they both had just teed off, he wasn't going to run down there, mark his ball, and then so it, it, you, it's actually played as it lies. So if that goes in, right. but if there's a chip shot and you're chipping on the green and someone else yeah. is already on the green, they have an opportunity yeah. to mark the ball. If you hit that, it's a two shot penalty. Save it for Tommy's laws of golf. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Forget that Tommy is one of the <laughs> rules wardens yeah. uh, during the Australian. Tune in, my uh, golf. <laughs> podcast any holes a goal uh, i reckon a i reckon yeah i reckon what you should do like how how awesome it would be to just call it that you that's what you're going to do though and just get that person the other person to mark the ball because you <laughs> you have so much confidence in your shot you just go you might as well go mark it mate just in case <laughs> especially yeah. on a part yeah. five the yeah. yeah it's i mean it's almost like snooker isn't it mm. it is i'm yeah. going to go off the black ball into the That's pocket. right. If you call it. I've never played snooker. The you annoying thing me. is the guy that had the ball on the green, the guy, he had a, what he had an eight foot putt and it was a pretty yeah. makeable putt. He now has to putt it from where the ball ends up. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. yeah. So he's now got, he's now got a 30 footer oh, to, to make 30. Filthy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I don't know where he was standing in the competition. So I don't know if it actually made a, made a difference. Yeah. But maybe, guys, maybe next week you can find that. Yeah, out. no, I'll find that out. I'll do some talk. research. I just, I've been talking to Barney too much. Um, good way. Cliffhanger. Beautiful. <laughs> Leave him on a cliffhanger, um, Tommy. But guys, as an Australian golf fan, we always love to talk about – we don't love to talk about it, actually, is how many times Greg Norman blew his chances at a major. <laughs> uh, there's three notable ones. Um, he, there was obviously uh, the the 1996 Masters where he was – took an ele- it was an 11-shot oh, swing. 
into the final round. Nick Faldo came and 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 beat him by five shots. I mean, Nick Faldo said, he even said when he was receiving the green jacket, he said, I just wanted to give him a hug. I feel so horrible about what happened. I'm so sorry, Greg. So, I mean, it's all well and good, but you you didn't have to win it. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then his caddy came out after and said, all I want to do is caddy for a golfer that has a bit of heart. So oh, I mean, wow. I mean that's a bit of a dog shot, man. While he's down, exactly. There was also another time where yeah. you could say a one in a million shot. How about though, be good enough just to play golf yourself? Seriously, yeah, being a <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm with you, <laughs> exactly. It's a bit much in that. Oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, there's a the, when you say you've lost to a one in a million shot, that's that often only ever happens once. Greg Norman. Well, depends if you play more than a million, <laughs> million times, times. Tommy. <laughs> Greg man. Norman's lost two majors through a one in a million shot. Uh, really? There was also the 1986. Uh, I don't have the vision for this one. <laughs> yes. Oh, <great. laughs> 1986. All over the internet. PGA tournament v. Bob Tway, where he hold a bunker shot to beat Norman on a playoff hole. So Norman loses the PGA PGA. On a uh, on a on a crazy bunker shot, it was all it was buried into oh. the front lip of the bunker. I'm just, I'm just going to imagine what it looked like. Yeah, no, it was good. Oh. And he also had one of those oh, stupid hats. Oh, there that it lifts is. Up the there brim. it goes. Yeah, wow. he goes, <laughs> and it's rolling, and it's rolling, and it's rolling, and it's right, and it's in the hole. Oh wow! But God, hey, the- well, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> but the one I want to talk to you about is uh, Larry Myers. Uh, this it's been 33 years since Larry Myers beat Greg Norman on a second playoff hole. I mean, we've got the vision here. Hey, there we go. Here we go. Larry Myers, 140 yards off the green. There's Greg on the edge of the green. His ball's on the edge of the green. Both there for three. And a leaping Larry Myers pulls this one out of the bag. I mean, the commentators were saying that if they get it within 15 feet of the hole, then you've done well. Like, this thing slopes back to front, rolls up, second playoff hole. Booyah. Boom. So he's is that in the Masters as well? In the Masters. So he's lost two Masters. Um, and, and that... They, they consider that the greatest golf shot of all time purely based on how much the Augusta green slope. And he was playing – it was the end of the day, so there was shade. The greens were fast. And he just he, – he buried it from 140. And then, obviously, Greg Norman had a 30-foot putt to, to harvest and missed it. And uh, Tommy, just... did your dad manage Greg Norman? No. Never managed Greg Norman. No. So this is. I'm just wondering about your financial interest in this. No, no, no. Really never, burning up no, this one too. No. Never, not Larry Myers. No, no, neither. Or, I just love watching old golf vision. I'm a bit of a golf nuffy, and and that is that one still hurts. Yeah, you're not a bit of a just, golf nuffy. You're a massive. However, I have just I, a golf nuffy. Can I just say it's, it's like every week Nick talks about the All Blacks. I feel like every week we're getting into golf with you. Mm. Am I right? Yes, but I really this this is this. It was actually just a segue to get to this because we all know, as you can look at me, I love I love a good feed. Um, um, but the championship dinner, so everybody that wins <laughs> the next year, you get to set the menu as the winner from the year oh, really? before. Really? So here, I knew this would tickle your fancy. <laughs> um, so Larry Myers, because he's from Georgia, it's his home course, Augusta. He's uh, Larry Myers oh, served. There it is. He's probably playing it like, you know, <laughs> exactly. out the, sneaking out of the back nine just, you know, afternoons after everyone's off the <laughs> playing, course. Playing the third hole to the 17th. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, Larry Myers serves steak and a Georgia peach. Cobbler as uh, as his as his uh, meal. Adam Scott had surf and turf, including Morton Bay bugs, oh, lobster, one, yeah. artichoke, and arugula dip, which I don't know is f-ing weird. Um, <laughs> but then in 1989, Sandy Lyle had a had a fan favourite. I mean, everybody got stuck into this. He had haggis, mashed potatoes, uh, and yeah, mashed yeah. turnips. How many of these people did your dad 
none of them, Barney. None of them. Uh, have, Bernard, you, have you had haggis? I have had haggis. Yeah. I quite enjoy haggis. Yeah, haggis is I good. I do like it. It's a bad rap. Yeah, it does. Have you? Your uncultured palate? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Nick, have you had haggis? <laughs> yeah, I've had it fried. Oh, yeah, and, yeah um, it's not bad. Yeah, you've had it. It's good. It's good brown sauce, chips and brown <laughs> yeah. sauce, pizza supper, all the all the faves. Oh yeah. Right. So my mm. question Sorry, to you mate. boys was: mm. if you were to win the Masters, what would you serve at your championship Ooh, dinner? Well, this is good. Good question. I'm gonna go full racks of ribs for yeah. everybody. Nice, nice. dessert. Yeah, nice dessert. I'm gonna go sticky date. Beautiful. And what do you want for dessert? Hey, oh. Hey, oh. Hey. <laughs> what are you washing it down with? I'm washing it. I'm going to go. It's. It, I'm going to start with a couple of beers. Yeah. Yep. Probably something from the Japanese region. Maybe an Asahi. <laughs> Stop it. Or a Kirin, maybe. Mm. And then we're mm. deep diving into the Shirazes. Beautiful. From the Adelaide Hills. Gorgeous. And we're, you know, I'm going to finish it with some sort of sticky. I'm going <laughs> to. A little German light, sticky. Light light sticky. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Barney? What are you having, Big Mac and chips? No, no. I, uh, <laughs> I think I'd probably go. Um, it's hard. It's hard <laughs> at the moment <laughs> to imagine because this is it. <laughs> well, I missed that, Nick. What was that? Exciting. I said a fillet of fish. <laughs> so a bit of uh, Kiwi racism towards the Australians there. Mark that down. We'll have to cut that out. Um, the uh, I'd probably go. I'd probably go because it's hard at the moment to imagine a summer meal. Because I don't know about you, but I'm seasonal, right? So winter for me is all slow cookers. <laughs> I don't think that we need this. Oh my depth. god! No, I'm thinking. Just say I'm always thinking said roast. that about you, Barney. You're always seasonal. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm in my Maggie oh. Beer podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, and then I want to survey my parsnips. <laughs> I'm, yeah, going, yeah. I'm going a slow roasted leg of lamb, like yeah, yeah proper proper slow roasted, um, with all your your nice vegetables. Dessert. I'm thinking. You know what? My favourite dessert in the world. Is uh, vanilla slice. So it is. <laughs> is that a I dessert? That's it's so elegant. That is so delicious. The bakery where I grew up did a bee sting, which was like a like a like a like a sweet sort of a light oh Nick, light pastry with custard. I love a custard. I regret so, my question. Now. I'm going yeah. that. Um, as for, I'd also go a Shiraz. Um, Beautiful. Probably just got me. finish off with a, a nice port. Oh, oh really? Port from the Rutherglen region. Oh, maybe down okay. there. Okay. All right. Are you going to ask Nick? Okay. Nick, what would you have? Your second so, cousin followed by your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> So the so the rules are so I'm trying to win this again the next year even though I've won it the previous year I, yeah. I, I'm going back to win it again. Oh, Nick's dosing everyone. Oh, he's going to poison people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? uh, like uh, chicken medium rare. That's what I would do. Well, very chicken good. tartar. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, guys. Tommy, very wow, good. Tommy. Great Excellent. research sent in vision. You're mm. still one bit of vision short, but it's a big improvement on last week. <laughs> uh, Needs some work with the research. But um, I liked your scores. I liked how you told us who won. Yeah. Um, I think it's mm. very important. Mm. So well done. There we go. Um, you, by the way, I am critiquing. From now on, yeah, <laughs> are you are that? seriously, oh, good. and I will be giving myself great marks. I feel like this is management three sixty. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my 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 HSE art teacher who was like, Tom, you realise this is visual arts. Like you're there, you have to be able to see. So I was like, well, what were you doing? Huh? Audible art. Audible art. Audible. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a compilation of art. flatulence. <laughs> that is so odd. Okay, my go. Uh, I've got two honourable mentions. If everybody's cool with that. 
Um, I've got the great Randy Johnson, who we have mentioned on this podcast. The hard one. <laughs> the, you nickname him the hard one. His nickname is actually the big unit, believe it or not, because he dabbled in, in real estate for larger gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know if that's a fact. I think in some parts of the States it's the big condominium. Yeah, the big, yeah he's also known as the, the oversized condo. Um, won the, the oversized condo. Won the Cy Young Award five times, won the World Series with the Diamondbacks, pitched a no-hitter in 1990, a perfect game in 2004. Arguably one of the greatest pitchers Hank. ever in the MLB. Don't need to tell you, Nick. Um, Don't need to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, think I'm, right? I think I'm remembering some of these stats from an earlier <laughs> podcast where I talked about yeah. Mate, Johnson. why don't you tell me the episode <laughs> and then our 4,000 listeners can jump back to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, this is good because you're recapping stuff people skip over. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway... Through hundreds of thousands of pitches over a 21 career, but there's one pitch that he's remembered for more than anything. March 24th, 2001. The he, perfect game, the last pitch. No, that wasn't it. No, oh. the oversized condo, right? He stands up, he's pitching to Calvin Murray of the San Francisco Giants. It's in string, spring training. Spring training. Spring training. <laughs> spring they're training. on the bus with those kids <laughs> yeah. being like, if you pull your finger out, you get a doodle. Well, you know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the amount wow. of times I couldn't do it, I was just like, F- Yeah, you were. Oh and there's God. another F bomb I got to get rid of. 1232. Oh, you did go to a private school. If you look, kids, on the bus, if you pull your finger out, you get a doodle. Oh. <laughs> now, I didn't even have a string thing on Look, there. let's get back here. Yeah. I tried to say spring training. Okay. Um, and he steps up. It's a pitch they think is over 100 miles per hour, which is 160K. He's got to do the conversion. Mm. Um, mm. And this happens. So we're going to roll in vision here. Make sure you get in and watch it. I'm going to describe it. He's standing on the mound. Pitches. Boosh. Goes through oh. what they think is a dove. Goes through the path of the ball. And this thing explodes. It vaporizes. Oh. Feathers oh. like... like Two people having a pillow fight just explode. Um, just <laughs> absolutely amazing. But a violent pillow fight. <laughs> you haven't had a pillow fight like that? Uh, dude, Not from that distance. Not since high school. Um, but the funniest thing. <laughs> the other thing- boys in the dorm. <laughs> <laughs> in your yeah. silky pyjama pants. <laughs> The funniest bit, you edited that bit short. The funniest bit of that vision is actually if you keep it rolling, Elton John runs out and he grabs himself a nice little feather boa and and makes himself his new outfit and then runs off. That didn't happen. It did happen. Okay, people don't write in. Um, He's got a sense of humour though, Randy Johnson. He is now a photographer, as Barney went through in episode nine that no one gave a shit about. (laughs) Anyway, he's a photographer um, and his logo is a dead bird. Yes. Barney, yes, you said it. I get it. Uh, right. It's good to revisit things. Does he take photos of birds? Is he like a nature photographer? What sort of photographer? No, he takes he? concert for – oh, sorry, James. Go no, no, you answer it, mate. On you go. What? He, he does concert photography mostly. So he, he just he, – Life's he's, tough for the old, yeah, the old big Balinese condo. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Nick, you're still with us? So, We've lost you. No, no, I was just saying like – so that the, that's the literal definition of a foul ball. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's very I love how he's gone and got the proper terminology for a foul ball, yet he was calling it batters and throwers like about (laughs) 10 minutes ago. Um, uh, And, uh, yes, he'd had 
he'd, he'd done three throws. And, uh, two of them were Goof. misses for the batsman. So it was two yeah. misses, uh. one bad throw. That was the count. Yeah. All right. Very yeah. good. Thank you. My second honourable mention is the great Mano Shinobli, um, a.k.a. the Demon oh, Blade. One of the great hoopsters. One of the great, mm. one of the great San Antonio Swish Spurs. Swish for your team, doesn't he? My team. And I reckon if I met him, I'd cry. You know, there's people out there you'd meet and you'd cry. He's one of them. Yeah, and you got the same hairline, which is cool too. We do. So do I. He, um, yeah. He No, his was a perfect Devon from very young. Mine's <laughs> slightly out of shape, my Devon. So... <laughs> Um, we should install a Can camera we above my head about your Devon? just to keep people abreast of <laughs> what's, what's happening Devon? with my Devon. Devon is the patch on the top of your head when you're going bald, Nick. I think you're fine, but look at your hair, mate. That's magical. It is. Look at that. Yeah, He's well, even got a little mate. salt and peps on his Devon. It does. Beautiful. Yeah. God, There's something I, about I Mary is looking very vertical today, Nick. Well done. <laughs> that is. Nick had a good yeah, morning yeah. by the looks of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wipe your kids are out, mate. <laughs> hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> um, Four-time NBA champion, two times all-star, NBA sixth man of the year, 16 years, brought those wonderful Spurs for championships. How many double-doubles? Um, I'd research that, 16 each year. Really? As the average is the average 16 double-double? <laughs> yeah, give or take. October 31st, 2009, it's Halloween mm. setting the scene. San Antonio Ooh. Spurs. <laughs> yeah, this is spooky, guys. Yeah, let's roll in that spooky mess. Um, playing those, those cellar dwellers, the Sacramento Kings, um, cannot catch a break, they're hopeless. Uh, and what happens is a bat... Starts flying in the AT&T centre. Did the bat get in or did somebody bring the bat in? Because it is Halloween. We've got some great vision of it here. There's the um, coyote trying to catch him, the spur coyote. Um, can't catch him. Manu Ginobili reaches out and swats the bat out of the air mid-flight and then hands it to a security guard. Now it says, boil that. I'm going to eat it after. I've got a theory. <laughs> I've got a theory. Yes. Manu's the cause of COVID. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, this yeah. is. Uh, it's a woo. Hang on a second. He, <laughs> has, he has brought this. Manu started COVID. I'd still mm. want to meet him. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan. You'd probably pass him. I would pass him. Um, <laughs> Tony Parker afterwards. Um, wonderful French basketballer who also mm. brought us many championships. Um, he wrote about. It. He he tweeted about it and he said, um, it was unbelievable. The thing is, he hit it. He's good at interceptions and stuff, but then he grabs it and puts it in the garbage. He didn't. Clearly, we just saw that. Um, crazy stuff. <laughs> um, and then... He wasn't even there. I'm not sure what that quite meant. <laughs> what do you, I don't know. I just thought it... Because I love Tony Parker and I want to hear what he had to say. Is that... Yeah. Okay, it doesn't even be funny or interesting. Your, t- your Tony Parker impersonation is not great. <laughs> oh, no. If you could do it, please. <laughs> hey, you should have seen Manu. He just shoved out his big mittens. He slapped it out of the air. We put it in the rubbish. <laughs> yeah. See, now I felt like he was in the room. Yeah. Peter came out. Of course, they did. They weren't happy with the way he treated the bat. He said, bats always try to avoid human contact with uh, sorry, contact with humans until recently. Yeah. <laughs> and there's plenty of easy ways to keep bats out of basketball arenas. Or Close the doors. Plenty of easy ways. There is. <laughs> Like it was a problem before that day. <laughs> we hope that the next time someone's life is on the line, Manu Ginobili will take just a few seconds to think before he acts. Manu then came out on Facebook and he said, just wanted to give you guys an update on the bat situation. Thanks, Manu. <laughs> As many of you already know, it, was, it wasn't a great idea, not only for the fact that bats are a great part of the ecosystem, correct, Manu, but also because some, ver- some carry rabies. 
Because in 11 years, they're going to get their own back. Yeah. Is yeah. what he said. Oh, man, this is revenge <laughs> from the bats. <laughs> because yeah. of Manu. Oh, you got a lot of answers hey, to Manu. Hey, Sports website. Hope they're listening to this one. They're not. <laughs> Which is an incurable disease. That's why he had to get vaccinated. He had to go get a rabies shot after this. Really? Yep. Um, Never then, liked Manu. Yep. And then he, he finished off by saying, finally, please do, don't do it at home or anywhere, as in slap bats out of the sky. Avoid contacts with bats, skunks, <laughs> like raccoons, rats, and animals like that. Thank I, you, Manu. I like to think there was a, like a, there was he just just got in just in time to stop a whole wave of young kids going out trying to slap bats. Well, there was actually, it's funny mm. you say that, there's a small subculture at my school called the Bat Slappers. And they, uh, <laughs> the subculture. They, they were with, like, next to the emos and then next to the kids that all they did was, like, lick Rubik's yeah. Cubes. But, like, yeah. it was... It was it, the Bat Slappers. The Bat Slappers, yeah. We had a big bat problem. You did. Was um, there a dorm with any of them, <laughs> Tommy? Pardon? You awake at night? <laughs> yeah, it was one kid that just hung like, upside down in the cupboard like Tommy, at your school, I feel like, Tommy, at your school, the only bat problem that you'd have is that everyone had a butler called Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's, That's a Batman reference. Good. That's good. That's better than the foul ball one. That's great. Okay. Hey, all right. That's, you're back. That's cool. Hey, yeah, uh, I'm just writing them, down, writing them down, writing the scores down. Yeah. Uh, results, San Antonio, 113, Sacramento, 94. <laughs> Scott Pendlebury's the last one. I <laughs> if wanted. anybody was interested <laughs> about the 2009 score, people how, like how, was he, how was his uh, how was his free throw percentage that night? Yeah, he's 84 percent, man. Yep, seven of. Oh, I <laughs> say the numbers. Go on, seven of. He one. got he got 84 out of 100. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a good a night from the strike. I was um, waiting for you to go 84 percent, seven of ten. <laughs> I, didn't know, I, I was going. I and by the way, uh, for you, uh, Crow's Nest basketball. Fans, the oh, yes. red eyes, the big, the big. Uh, we, we fight relegation tonight. If we lose, we're out of the Premier League at Crow's Nest. Who are you uh, taking on? The Pink Eyes? I, I don't know. I never know who the other teams are, and they ch- every week they look the same. Oh, because racist? No, 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 <laughs> no, because they're all like twenty-one and way better than us. Yeah. I'm bloody thirty-nine, just... running around with a with bung ankles. Mm. He, they, do you know what my nickname is? Bung ankles? No, glass ankles. They call me glass ankles. Manu gets called the you demon call blade, him. and I get called old glass ankles. They call him Cinderella, glass feet. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I've gone on too long. The professor can only dream of having bung ankles. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mine smash. Here's my number one. Here's they were my honourable mentions. I've gone long. I'm sorry, mm, everybody. Uh, Scott Pendlebury. Oh, the Collingwood uh, Pendles. captain Pendles, uh, Premier Player, 2010, won the Norm Smith Medal, six-time All-Australian, arguably the best midfielder in the game. You will probably <laughs> tell argue. Me, tell me who you're going to argue. Come on. Oh God, where do I start? Well, probably with Hawthorne. I think <laughs> yeah, Tommy Mitchell, greatest <laughs> right. midfielder. Right, there you go. Put that. that in your pipe and smoke it. Collingwood Pendles. versus North <laughs> Melbourne, July 20th, 2018. Skipper Pendle is making a charge towards the forward 50. Steps off his right foot to evade a defender, and this happens. If we can roll this in, please. Slats. Steps right. Ooh, he bounces oh, the ball off a pigeon. Oh, now, that is. 150 years, uh, over 150 years of, of Aussie rules. That has never happened. That's the pigeon. The pigeon's that survived. aware of. He got up. I love it. Like that was the pigeon. There was about fifty pigeons in that shot. Um, that's, <laughs> that's in there. The pigeon. Brought it back up. Thank you, Slats. There he is in the middle. Um, Sheree. Sheree. The Sharon Dodger. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, she later died. The thing is, <laughs> massive aneurysm. Brain just exploded. <laughs> Everywhere. Well, you missed the, the part where Pendlebury fed her to Mentos. <laughs> <laughs> that explains I've heard that's it. fun. Don't be on my back, Peter. I haven't done it. Oh, mate, they don't listen. No one does. Pendlebury jokes afterwards. He had a joke about, oh, this is oh, funny, Pendles. Oh. Smash a bloody Sharon into a pigeon, you have a laugh. He said he was going to have to face the match review official. And, uh, sorry, officer, and he was going to say, I think they'll have to have a close look at it because it was head high. <laughs> Hopefully I get off. That's never happened to me before. Right. I'll write that one down. Yeah. <laughs> Use that next week, Nick. That's yeah, a good one. There's the uh, yeah. headline for this. Pendlebury gets off smashing pigeons. Absolutely. And the pigeon obviously passed away and was mourned by Mike Tyson and Bill Laurie, two men. <laughs> With a lot in common. With a lot of oh, love pigeons. God. That was it. Final score pigeon. of the match. Collingwood, 20, 10, 130 defeat of the Kangaroos, 9, 10, 64. Beautiful. Wow. If you're keeping score. That's a close. See what I'm trying one. to bring to this podcast, Nick? Accuracy. Statistics. Accuracy. Energy. Score results. I want names. Energy. I want places. Mm. I've just I've listened back to a couple of them, and there's no wonder nobody's bloody listening. It's yeah. hopeless. I mean, and our next person that's about to speak sounds like Annie Lennox on a bad day. So... <laughs> Which is for Annie, I believe, on a day. Um, all right, Nick, bring us home. Storm well, us lot, home. A lot of you boys are talking about one in a, one in a million type uh, plays that a lot of uh, us, spur Nick, of the that's, moment. A lot of us, that's 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 all of us because that was the topic of the podcast. That you sure. set up. Sure, yeah, sure. You said, hey, guys, how about we do this topic? And then we sent a, a text to ourselves in our separate group being like, oh, Nick's topic, shit again. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, great, Nick, in the big topic. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then you guys took all the good ones and so now <laughs> I am changing the topic. <laughs> so... so so a lot of you guys, yeah, spur of the moment, stuff that, you know, um, just happens on the fly, that kind of stuff. But what I'm going to bring to the table is one in a million plays that you can teach. So mm-hmm. Like the Ben Stokes happen- slide and knock the ball to the boundary. You can you can kind of pretend – well, you definitely – we taught him that. Um, that's why it's so <laughs> – that's why it's so hard to watch because, you know, the, the, the apprentice becomes the master. But um, – but uh, in this situation, so uh, the professor, you're saying that your your basketball team uh, are in relegation contention, yeah, and tonight, you might need mate. to play. Oh, glass you ankles need needs to, to bring something to the back. That's <laughs> right. So what I'm going to do is um, bring up a thing called uh, a one in a million play that you can use uh, on Tuesday wherever you play. So it's, it's, it's called, Wednesday here, and I'm playing tonight. Where are you? Right. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're quite ahead. We're, we're quite ahead in New Zealand. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, that's still time. a thing, is it for you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. We call that. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, we call it Corona Free Wednesday. Um, oh, um, mate. But we do that all the time. Um, so uh, basically, it's a play that you can do. Um, it's one of. Them, it's, you can only do it very seldomly though and it's called the barking dog play and it's in basketball okay. now what i'm going to throw some vision to you now now i say this a one in a million type play but i've got three examples of it <laughs> <laughs> are you telling me you went through three million basketball games to find this <laughs> I, I trolled through three wow. million basketball no, games you haven't to been find. In touch this week <laughs> yeah 
No, so if you can roll the first footage, uh, that'll be great. And I'll, I'll try and, yeah. So there's a guy down on his knees and he's barking like a dog into the corner, right? Yep. As, as he's barking like a dog, they inbound the pass to someone who is on their team and they do an easy layup. Here's another example of it. Go. One of the players goes and barks like a dog. The other team go, why is this person barking like a dog? Everyone takes their eyes off the prize. Uh, then you can go score your basket. There's three. That dog was dangerously close to humping a leg. Yeah, he was. was he got fun. Randy, that last one. Wow. That's right. That is That's brilliant, right. though. Um, yeah. I might try it tonight. I might do the cat well, meow, though. The cat meow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, glass ankles has turned pussy on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And he's just nuzzling. He's just nuzzling. (laughs) James gets out a little tin of wet food and he's just... (laughs) Just pretending like he doesn't like his other teammates. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go all in if I do it. Go all in. He just goes out of the arena and doesn't come back for three days. Yeah, and the point guard's like, he's an outdoor cat. Yeah. Come back with a lorikeet in my mouth and oh God. leave it on the back step. Someone put a bell on his neck. There's wildlife we've got to protect. Oh, God. Sorry, Nick. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, so we used to have a, a, a thing in rugby where we used to have oh. a move called the um, – World uh, domination. The, <laughs> we're called, we used to have a thing that's called uh, Shortland Street. So what would happen is we would call the move Shorten Street and someone would pretend to have a heart attack um, in the middle of the oh. of the field <laughs> whilst we're having a play. What? And then Nick. and then seven of the team members would go over and go, call an ambulance, call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, pass it out wide to um, Carl Halferhart on the wing and then he's going to run in and score and uh, you win the game. So, what was your team called? Oh my god! We were we were called the uh, the Tawa Red team. <laughs> oh, really? Inventive. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, did you see the try by the Reds in the mm. Super Fives on the weekends? Where mm. uh, I think it was the scrum half faked to kick. Yeah, then just mm. tapped to himself, and then just tapped to himself and scored. And the the Waratahs were just standing there. Yeah, that was. I actually coined that move. It's actually called the Nick Kick, and so you. But the how I used to do it is I used to run towards the fullback and then pretend to kick, but just kick it to yourself in terms of like tap it to yourself. Yeah, right. And he turns around and starts yeah. running in a, in a direction, and then yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell! Um, Can I yeah, point out, Nick, good. that on mm. a previous podcast you accused mm. Nick Kyrgios mm. of uh, cheating in tennis because he told Stan Warinka. That mm. uh, was it. Kokonakis uh, banged your girlfriend. Banged your girlfriend. You you call yeah. that cheating, but you're yes. cool with faking heart attacks and barking yeah. dogs. Yeah, of course, because um, you know that's that that's nothing to do with um, you know um, relationship issues. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's, we a clear, there's a clear line. There's a clear line that we Yes, no, I'm with you. And have you been listening yeah. back to our podcast? You are dragging up a lot of stuff. You know, we've oh. done 26 of these and we have run out of topics. Yeah, I know. So we're going to start dipping into the old ones. So right? please, please <laughs> send in topic suggestions. Well, where? Where are they sending you? I don't know what the uh, bloody socials are. are I've lost them. Next week's topic. You know Who what? do you know that Kokonakis is banged? <laughs> <laughs> We only get one one listener <laughs> reply. <laughs> right. Sorry, Nick. Mm. As you were. 
Yeah. So uh, anyway, so basically the basketball um, barking dog situation. Now I've actually got a coach who um, who can talk us through how to do it. If you want to use it for oh, you tonight, oh, absolutely. Okay. So, yeah, let's bring this up. Yeah. So here's here's a here's a coach here who's got a whiteboard, <laughs> a couple of uh, magnets as well. He's going to talk us through how you do it, Our and let's afterwards from a box see is... see what we can do with it. When the official hands the ball uh, to the out of bounds player. Both of these players hop on all fours, down on their knees, and they bark like a dog, okay? This player sprints out, okay? And this player just slips in when the defenders turn to look at these two uh, players on the floor barking like dogs. They just slip in, you throw in the ball, and you score. Now, uh, it is possible you might get a technical foul on that. Um, for insulting the game. But, hey, you know, if they can't take a joke, uh, the heck with them, you know. It's kind of fun. There's another version of this is, uh, and, and you can do this with any three, okay, is this, this player also drops and barks like a dog. This one barks like a dog. This one drops on their back and, and, and flops, okay, just flops on the floor. All right, like they've been stung by a bee or something, okay? And this player who is is already just kind of stepping in, just looks for the opening and you step in and throw the ball and and put it in uh, and and score. Are all his plays around barking dogs or flopping or is that is he a, a specialty coach? Is it what's yeah. the best well, that yeah, is it, one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh. The, the best is when he talks about planned. if all four players do it, though. He's like, you can't possibly get all four players barking like a dog because then the <laughs> person with the ball doesn't have anybody to pass it to. And then we got a salmon, we got three dogs, and we're all in trouble. Now, you can't experiment with the pony. The pony is dangerous. <laughs> it's when men two and three get on top of each other and they just walk around. The Quoting trouble. lines from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that they won't waffle, yeah. and, it, and if, the, if they don't like it, to heck with them. Now, heck I did, with them. I did it with once them. with a pony. The trouble was the player receiving the ball ran behind him, got behind, got kicked because he spooked the pony. I love about how he qualifies it by saying you might get technical fouled for bringing the game into disrepute. All right, well, crazy yeah. uh, yeah. tonight. I will. Yeah. I'll Here we go. Bring barking dog. The barking dog. Which one are you going to be, though, um, the professor? Are you going to be the I might be the salmon. I might be one of the two barking dogs. <laughs> they might just think Glass Ankles has lost it. Glass Ankles. He's been on the glass pot. On the is glass pot. Yeah, I think I'm What would be funny is if you went down onto your knees, but then you were like, actually, it, it hurt. Like it was like your glass oh, I'd hurt something if I did that, in all honesty. Oh, man. Getting that. Hardwood floor on those glass knees. Yeah. You notice that it is all vision of kids who can get up easily from. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. by the way, Nick. <laughs> yeah. um, so so we saw those three games. What were the scores? If, yeah. if you don't mind, uh, people. So yep, um, they were three sets to two, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and the other one was a um, it was rain doll. <laughs> all right. Well, Nick, barking dog, very good. Um, I liked. Yeah. I liked your enthusiasm at the end. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> and great work with the vision, especially digging up right. a crazy American. So um, mm. uh, my three, two, ones, you get all six. All right. Um, I don't know if that made sense. I think that's the end of the podcast, everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. I, I didn't mind that. Um, mm. I'm glad you didn't mind it. That's great good. to have you back in. Thanks, it mate. is good. Really it is. good. It is. Thanks, mate. I've dropped a couple of kgs being here. It's like a bloody. It's like it is. Sword. You are sweating heavily. Get on the podcast and look at Tommy. He looks like he is on trial. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I've got a bit of rouge. I look like I've been drinking. My goodness, mate. Um, all right. Just a reminder. Get on. Leave us a five star review. Um, Go to, our, go to our socials. Socials will be – there's a link to the socials in the description of the podcast. So Well done, Barney. You'll be able to Covering up my big long name. It's a long name. To um, I think you can roll in our closing music here, guys. This is up. Saying goodnight. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we were The Professor and Barney featuring Tom and Nick. We'll be back next week. Topic next week, Tommy. Um, Curios is banging. I don't know. Perfect. All right. We will <laughs> see you next week. What? Thanks for listening and watching and doing whatever you're doing. I lost my momentum so quick. Bye. <laughs>